You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. The NFL is in full swing. It's about time we do our thing. No time for dunks and finger rolls, dropping pucks and scoring goals, home runs and strikeouts are for summer. Tight spirals flying all around, touchdowns abound. Let's talk some football, crushing beers and throwing fits. Let's talk some shit. It's the Big Sports Cast. Call 708-316-8822-U-Baba-Dicks. Welcome everybody to the Binge Sports Cast. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> I am PJ, and as always, joined by my main man, TM. Sober TM. Mm. <laughs> and sober me COVID, as well. Co- yes. Two sober idiots and coronavirus oh. on my side. No. Yay. Stay away. I feel. I already feel sick through the microphone. Don't. That's right. Hit you know, that mute be, button. It could it's, be... like a, it's like a mask. No, as soon as you <laughs> called me on the uh, internet, it was over. You're done. Ten days. Lock I'm it done. down. Lock it down. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take another <laughs> ten days. Uh, but yes. <laughs> yeah, right? I was enjoying that vacation, motherfucker. That's right. That's right. Hey, going back to work was horrendous. Horrendous. But uh, we're here to talk about football, sir. We're late in the week. You know, we had New Year's and shit going on. and uh, But we're here. We uh, Things have settled down. Obviously, um, there's the, the, the big story with the Bills and the Bengals and everything that happened with that game. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, things what's going to happen moving forward um, and really, you know, talk about the implications to the NFL playoffs and everything that happened this past week, especially the dolphins, right? TM dolphins. What's that? The uh, sea world sea world. <laughs> yeah. We're going, there. we're going there. Don't you dare. <laughs> Here, I'll play this one. Just to... oh, dun, 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 dun. I am like, Literally, I, I I think one one point Sunday night a, a text was sent that read, "I am considering a conversion to another team." <laughs> like I am just, I am disgusted. I'm, let's hold off on that. I the, I'll lose my voice before we have a five minutes into the show here. So let's just, yeah. All right. That you know that that song is on loop in the Dolphins quarterback room, on loop. <laughs> they signed Mike Glennon. To the practice squad. Cue the song. Oh, and they just signed Mike Lennon. Welcome, Mike Lennon. To the hey, Mike. Bengals. Welcome in. Here's, uh, here's Tua. Don't mind him. He's just staring at the wall blankly because he doesn't know where he is anymore. <laughs> this That over there, that's Teddy Bridgewater. His finger's not broken, but he still can't play. And, uh, oh, yeah, he had a fake concussion this season. There's Jared, uh, I almost called him Jared Stidham. I don't even fucking, I'm still pissed yes. about that game. Uh, and then there's the other guy. I can't even remember his name, but uh, he sucks. So who cares? He could only drive the team down and score when it's absolutely meaningless at the end of a game against the Patriots, who everybody else beats. 
And, uh, oh, here's Mike McDaniel. You know what? Everyone and their mom says he's funny, and his press conference comments are great, and the sound bites from the sidelines are great. But here's the thing. He hasn't realized over 17 weeks to tell the defensive coordinator to stop blitzing. Just the numbers are polar opposites when you do against the blitz and against the non-blitz. Just kill me now. It is, I mean, I think Rodgers had like a 27 quarterback rating when we didn't blitz and like 120 when we did. Where are the numbers, guys? Where's the analytics team? I'm, I don't know if I said this on the show, but I'll tell you what. I think it was the, was it the Buffalo game? No, no, it was the Chargers game because it was the Sunday night game when the second game of the this now five-game losing streak. And we could not run a play. Nothing was working, and we were not shortening up the routes. And they were just kept showing Mike McDaniel after every incomplete pass, and you could just read his lips, and he just kept looking at his little play chart and going, hmm, how about blah, 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 incomplete. Hmm, how about just pass after pass after pass, abandoning the run every week, continuing to blitz when the blitz is not working like it did last year. I just can't take it anymore. I don't care how funny this guy is. If he if they lose to the Jets on Sunday, I want him gone. Because we got to get rid of the defensive coordinator and the special teams. By the way, special teams is something we don't talk about a lot on this show. Miami's got the worst special teams in the league. And when you watch games, you could just see it. I mean, kicking the ball out of bounds. Missing field goals. Jason Sanders, the guy fucking, I mean, if he would have kicked one field goal, he missed like some chip shot field goal on Sunday. That's the difference in the game. I know that's not the way the NFL works, but give me a fucking break. I mean, this guy gets the bag and then he can't hit shit. And, oh my God, like Mostert and Wilson, these guys, they, they just freaking get seven yards a carry and then we just forget they're on the team. It just drives me freaking nuts. But just get rid of all of them. Just get rid of all of them. Clear, you know, clear it out. Like, you know, you're going to probably, I don't know if Tua's even going to play football anymore. If he's saying he's going to hopefully be back for the playoffs. There's no playoffs. We were eight and three and every single person in the country had us written in. Now we're literally freaking eight and eight and we're not making it. We're not going to beat the Jets. Why would we beat the Jets? It just makes perfect sense that we're going to get knocked out by the Jets. This shit is so irritating. I, I just... Really have just kind of sat back every week and been like, okay, just win this week. Okay, just win this week. Okay, just win this week. Forget it. It's done. Don't win this week. Please don't go to the playoffs. Please don't go to Buffalo and get blown out. Please don't go to Kansas City and get blown out. I just just don't go to Cincinnati and get blown I mean, you know, that field, that's where Tua was frigging dead. You know, like, just, just don't. Just don't with any of it. Lose the game. Lose your job. Get a new quarterback. Get a new everything. Get a new owner. I mean, let's just go back to that. Because really, at the end of the day, it all starts from the top and the shit just seeps its way down. I've had it. I have fucking had it as a Dolphins fan. Usually, I can just laugh this stuff off and just say, yeah, whatever, next year. Or, no. This year, 8-3. and three, I mean, we're still top 10 offense. I don't know how. That's what just tells I me. Mean, statistics are bullshit. Gambling is bullshit. Spreads are bullshit. The Dolphins are bullshit. 
Uh, the Miami Dolphins, everybody. No. I uh, am – I will make a decision on next season's preview. The 2023 NFL season preview on the Binge Sportscast, I will make a decision whether my team next year is the Miami Dolphins or somebody else. And I got to tell you, it's probably going to be somebody else whose head coach is Dan Campbell. Yes. Because I can't, because uh, I have more fun watching your team than I do watching my own. And I've well, just had enough. Maybe I'll just, you know what? I like Brian Dable. I like Daniel Jones. Uh, Maybe I'll just make the decision I should have fucking made 44 years ago <laughs> and just root for the Giants. Uh, or know, I could just root for the Bills. Wait, wait, hold on. You think I'm a Bills fan anyway. Yeah. Why not? Oh, here we go. Here's, it's all coming full circle, everybody. TM's plan is working to perfection. It wasn't a plan, <laughs> but it now would make sense and cause more happiness. There you go. There you go. This, this is just fucking bull. You know, I was thinking, I was listening to some bullshit podcast, Dolphin podcast, and the guy, this guy who just yells and complains all season, he is like so monotone now. He is defeated. He doesn't even complain anymore. He's just like, look, you know. We'll lose. He'll come back. McDaniel will come back. Two is going to play eight games a season. It's just this is what we got now. And I'm just like, no, I will not just accept that. I've dealt with so much bullshit. But how many seasons now has Miami been a top five, top ten defense all three years with friggin' Brian Flores, and we couldn't do anything on offense? So this little fucking barista comes in. He throws the ball over the field. And also, this guy was the offensive coordinator for the, the Niners. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. They ran all over everybody. Yes, they have Debo Samuel, but it was all short passes. And it was George Kittle, the tight end. And it was it was Wilson. And it was Mostert. And it was friggin' whoever else these guys are. I don't know. There's a hundred different guys. You know who I'm talking about. But you know what? Why is that not the offense here? What is he doing? Is it because Terry Kill's here? Then get rid of him. Because I can't fucking take it when you're just, just consistent play after play. Missed 15-yard pass, missed 15-yard pass, missed 15-yard pass, sack, missed 15-yard pass. What, that is not, we're not playing Madden. Run that is how my the son fucking plays ball. <laughs> That's fine. That's how I play Madden. 25-yard passes and above only. That's fine. I ran quarterback waggle every friggin' play on, like, the 90s versions of that game. That's <laughs> it's every. I ran it every play. I can't take it. Oh, God. Thank you for today, because I, I haven't even really spoken about this to anybody. I was just looking through. Oh, um, man, I am as, fucking sick of it. As you were, you were talking about they were 8-3, and three. you know that the Dolphins were 5-3 and three when you beat the Lions, and the Lions were 1-6, and six, and now they yeah. have the same record. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Oh uh, man, maybe maybe that was that was the beginning of the end. Although you won three more games after that. No, we won three because we had six straight games against nonsense opponents. See again, this league. Uh, I will continue to say this: there's so much bad in this league this year. There are just so many bad teams, and we got to beat up on all of them. I mean, how the heck did we compete with the Bills? It doesn't make sense to me. I guess just because it's in division, so I guess we'll compete and lose a close game on Sunday to the Jets. Yay. Whoop-de-fucking-do. Like, the Jets got eliminated for the playoffs on Sunday. My, I make an annual post with a plane crashing into the ground, and I just refrain from doing it this year because that just opens the door. What am I, why am I doing that? Yeah, every Jet fan you. will destroy me. Yeah. You know? And what yeah. am I going to do? <laughs> sit there and say, 
I'll sit. Hey, look, Hopper's at Madison Square Garden tonight. What am I going to sit there and go, hey, uh, well, at least we still have a chance. I don't want in. I don't want in. Well, I you, don't. You Bradley may Chubb, very well get your wish, TM. Oh, well, I'm getting it. Bradley Chubb, bust. Xavier Howard, bust. Teron Armstead, ragdoll, bust. Tua, ragdoll, bust. Teddy Bridgewater, shouldn't even be playing, bust. All of them, they're all busts. Mike McDaniel, bust. Steven Ross, worst owner in professional sports, bust. There's only one answer, and the answer is they suck. Uh, all right. With that, TM, we will move on to this. College Roundup. PJ will break it down. Just give him time. College Roundup. TM ain't got no fucking clue. He went D3. Sheesh. Michigan Wolverines line up on the two-yard line. Oh, what's that? The Philly Special. Whoa! Uh. Hey, the Michigan Wolverines are on the two-yard line again. (laughs) What do they do? Quick fullback dive with a guy who has nine carries in the whole season. Hey, Michigan Wolverines have the ball again. J.J. McCarthy. Pick six. What's that? Another pick six. The fact that the Michigan Wolverines had the ball at the end of that game to win the game I mean, they didn't not that club, but essentially had the ball in their possession with an opportunity to go down and score a touchdown to win the game is, I think, all that you need to know about that game and the ability of the Michigan Wolverines and the opportunity that they shat down their legs in this game. Mm-hmm. I mean... I'm not even. I can't even get mad about it at this point. It's been it's been too many days. I'm probably gonna get riled up. What like what the Philly special man? You're right. Like, dude, why are you like? That's what TCU is supposed to be doing to try to score. You're the better team. Just fucking smash it down their throat. They're playing like you guys. Like you thought you could lose from the like from the tip from yeah, the but jump. It that I mean, we ran down the field. I mean. First play from scrimmage, 50-yard run up the gut. Yeah. And this has been this has been a story all year with Michigan. Goal line to go. They just think that they can just overpower people. And yes, their their offensive line is very good. But their offensive line was good because of like run scheme blocking and them being smarter than like they never just like pushed the line. They just were a very solid and good good offensive line that knew where to block, what to do. Instead, what do we do against TCU? TCU literally, and you and I were texting all game, TM, TCU is just pinching the middle of the line. 
literally three down linemen, right? They play a three-three-five, and all they did was stack their three line, their three down linemen, like it's like a goal line stand. And Michigan just continued to just run in the I don't know whatever gaps you want to call them. You know the yeah. the center guard gap, the A gap, that what the A gap, right? Don't <laughs> I don't know <laughs> whatever. Like I don't understand why they didn't just run off tackle a little bit more. It is the game plan or the inability for them to make changes on the fly in the first half was unbelievable. I mean, the fact that we hit a 59-yard field goal to get our sixth point in the first half was unbelievable. The fact that we were even in that game is unbelievable. And I think, as I said, it's a testament to the skill set and the ability of that team. But they lost that game purely on coaching. And I and and yes, you know, JJ McCarthy, it I mean, shit happens, right? You there's certain things that you need to be able to come back from and and TCU had some bad bounces, you know, with the interceptions. So let's let's call the interceptions washes. The fact they that they were pick sixes didn't help, but it's the two plays that I just talked about. The first one was so ridiculous. The fact that they did that in the first drive of the of the game. And then the other, the fumble at the goal line, I mean, first off, was a touchdown. And you'll oh never convince me otherwise because how the – Oh, my God. As much football as we've watched him, have you ever seen anything overturned that easily by the officials that was so blatantly – and clearly a touchdown. And or, or I maybe not even say that. It was never clear. There was never a clear indication that it wasn't a touchdown. Well, they we never got a view down the goal line of where no. the ball was when his ass hit the ground. He just didn't And have it was just so ir- And so if he didn't have control, then it's a touchdown because yeah. then he was over the goal line when he had control. Right. And oh, yeah, that's and you're why right. it was if a you... touchdown. That's why it was a touchdown. 100%. And you know what? Uh, Michigan's got to be able to put that in, right? From the six inch line. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I just, you know, I. Anyway. Now, let me ask you so just, just before you explode, what, why is it in college that they don't have to be touched when they go, go to the ground? I hate that uh, rule. Yeah. That shit drives me nuts because so many times, like, well, like when there's an interception, the kid makes a nice play and goes down to the ground. And there is not an offensive player within 10 yards. Yeah. And the play just ends. I can't stand that. And that, I mean, I was thinking of that on this play. But I mean, really, I was just screaming at the television at this point. I mean, like when they come back and overturn that, it's like, are you out of your fucking minds? Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. And, and replay has to be fixed everywhere i mean it's got to be fixed in baseball it's got to be fixed in the nba the last two minutes of these nba games are unwatchable sometimes you just it literally takes 30 minutes to play two minutes and either fix it or get rid of it because the guys the guys made the right call on the field and if if anybody watches that play in full speed a hundred times there is not a single person that says that's not a touchdown there's not yeah. a single person. And it was a touchdown. It's just and and I don't want to come off like I'm not saying that that no, is no, the that's, reason no, they, why they, they lost. Had, the game. They had no, no, chances. Not at all. 
And then in the second half, you started you were yelling about McDaniel's and the the uh, Dolphins blitzing all the time. The blitzing. That's what the you were texting me about Michigan. Yeah. Literally every time they blitzed, they knew it would like TCU knew it was coming. They're just throwing a crossing route. All Michigan had to do was sit back and let TCU implode on themselves. Like they're good offense, but uh Duggan was what seven for twenty-three. It's I mean he was not yeah. playing a good game. Not at all. And Michigan nope. had the momentum, and what do they do? They blitz, leave their the number one receiver in the country open, and he just shots down the field. Oh. It was so frustrating, dude. I mean, and and I wrote this in the text about, you know, you know, it was all coaching, and then Chad or somebody was like, Oh, well, you know, that's why you don't I'm like, dude, that's what I said. It's all coaching. Right. <laughs> And we talked about the second play. Oh, but I i mean, and, and maybe you're a little bit too close to it, TM, but everything that I was hearing about it, like people loved the game. Like it was an amazing, you know, fun game to watch. Same with the Ohio State-Georgia game. If I was a casual college football fan or, you know, just a fan of any of these teams, didn't have any uh, vested interest in any of these teams, I probably would have loved watching them. So excited. Oh, yeah. You know, the best the best playoff semis I think that we've had in terms of team you know the back and forth and the games themselves um yeah they're usually blowouts I mean yeah no listen I mean I had the over in both games I enjoyed watching both (laughs) games but no I was rooted I I, the, the I told you the second game I didn't want either team to win yeah first game obviously I was rooting for Michigan and I you know as the as TCU starts to win it it irritated me. It did not make me say, oh, yeah, let's root for the the underdog. No, not at all. Like, I, they irritate – the TCU irritates me. And uh, that's – yeah, you're right. It's too close. <laughs> like, of course it was fun. It was just wild. It was too – you can't like football and not enjoy that. Yeah. Unless, and, of course, you went to Michigan. Yeah, and here I thought that I – you know, we were going to stop the – you know, we turned into a into a Big 12 team. No defense. Mm-hmm. Doing crazy shit and just scoring at will, and that's what yeah. You played a TC. That's, a that's great what we played play their game, and that's. I think mm-hmm. I said this. I don't know if I said it to you, maybe not, but somebody else said the only way that we lose this game is if we don't play our game. <laughs> and then what do we do? First drive, goal line, Philly special, first quarter. Like, <laughs> like we had to control. And and listen, TCU controlled the line of scrimmage right off the bat. And, you know, kudos to them. I mean, they came out and they stopped us. Everybody, and I I admittedly so, I came out and said they've never seen something, you know, with seven down linemen, eight down linemen, but they they did what they had to do and they made us play their game and, and they won. So kudos to them. I'm disappointed because I think this was the shot um, because I don't think George is very good. And I, I mean, TCU could very well win this, which is going to be a fucking unbelievable story that TCU comes out and wins, wins a national championship. Um, and then they're going to, and then they're going to say, Oh, we don't need a 12 team playoff. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, the Georgia Ohio state game, we talked a little bit pre-show uh, you know, Ohio state, they did what they did all year long. They put their foot on the gas and then they just, I don't know if I want to say let up, but they just let teams hang around. 
let teams hang around. It just like reminded me of the uh, the Maryland game to his bro, uh, where they had a chance to win that game at the end. And when you give a team like Georgia that opportunity, that's what you get. And yeah. settling for a fifty-yard field goal at the end, uh, you know, it's. I mean, I don't understand that at all. I didn't understand that at all. I mean, that was, but I mean, just the way Georgia was reacting to winning that game. I mean, that is the hardest they were pushed easily all season. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I don't think anybody ever, I don't think anybody ever claimed that Ohio state didn't have the talent to be there. Um, Did they deserve to be there? That's the next question. Right. Uh, And, and you know, who knows? I mean, USC lost to Tulane. So, what can you say? <laughs> All these yeah, no, ball games, I, no, right? you, It's fine with Ohio State being there with one loss. It's one loss to the number two team in the country. You know, it's that or we're going to sit here and have an argument about why Nick Saban thought his two-loss Alabama team should be there. Like, you know, yep. we, we get to – we don't, we're not going to waste our time on that crap. We're getting past that eventually anyway. So, so yeah, we have, we have uh, Georgia TCU anyway. next Monday, and uh, we'll see, uh, see how it goes. I don't know. I'm not uh, – I'm not, I'm not, I'm no longer in the camp of TCU camp, you know, that it, that it's a pushover yeah. game. I, the, right. the, the line that came out was at like 13 and a half. 13 I don't know what it's, yeah. what it's down to now, or I thought, I think I saw it at 13 at one point, but that's nothing there. Um, based on, you know, the coaching job that they did against Michigan, you know, I think they got a shot. Would I put money on them? Probably not. Would I put money on them with, you know, a 13 point, uh, you know. I'm looking at 12 and a half here. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe. But, again, you go back to the lead they had on Michigan and Michigan essentially having the ball to with a chance to win the game at the end. I don't know what that says about them in general. But we'll see. I would still uh, think it's Georgia's championship to lose, but I'm excited to watch the game now. I'm kind of over it. You know, it's you get these losses, and like I had zero. I didn't watch a single second of the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I didn't care. You know, a we were leading up. I didn't to watch the anything Monday, the Monday Night Football game, right? You know, that was I was right. gonna watch the Monday Night Football game. I wasn't gonna watch anything during the day. Most of those games sucked. Did you see LSU like put the hammer down on Purdue, and I didn't realize Purdue like their top four offensive starters didn't play. Like, what's the point of playing the bowl game? Yeah, I thought I thought kids don't um, opt out of the new of the New Year's Six. Yeah, apparently, apparently, yeah, that's that's yeah, okay. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, but USA, I mean, the, the first two games, I mean, you know, there were some sick comebacks. They were crazy games. The first two, anyway. The LSU game was the big blowout, and then Utah's uh, quarterback got hurt. He always gets hurt. Rising. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but leave it to yeah, Penn State can't... and James Franklin to be the uh, sole like you know, top team winner from the big 10. Fuck Penn state. Fuck those guys. That's all about preseason rankings, right? Next year's yeah. preseason rankings. No, yeah. thanks. Right. I need, I need a break. I need a break from football. All right. Well, we will, uh, so, real quick, real quick, before we move yeah. on from it, what, what's like, so, you know, up in Michigan land, what's the backlash? What's what? Cause I'm seeing, Articles around here pop up. Oh, Harbaugh to the NFL. Like so, what? Yeah. Because they didn't win. That's no. back now. No, no, no. I think the there's no backlash. I think everybody's I mean, has my mentality. Like, 
They're happy with the season. We think we let it get away. Not happy with that game in particular, but right. you know they were thirteen and zero, and you can't you know two Big Ten championships in a row. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems that you know the the thought is Harbaugh has this machine running now, and what's happened the last it's happened three years in a row now is that because Harbaugh has turned this has done what he's done with the program. It's taken him longer than people expected, but right, he but is he's now getting to the level that right. Yeah, and now he's getting calls back to the NFL. He, you know, two years ago it was minor. Last year, if you remember, he thought the the uh, the Vikings were going to hire him. He actually was on right. a plane going to Minnesota with the thought that he was going to be hired by the Vikings, and then that got turned around. So now uh, apparently he got took calls, or he, now he has representation. This is what he's fixed at least is now he has representation to go and talk with comp or, uh, teams or ownership or whoever. And he did apparently take a call from the Panthers owner. And then there was articles about both the Denver job and the Colts job. So if it were me... What? Wait a minute. Jeff Saturday, bro. Yeah, what know. are you talking Come about? Come, Come on. I would think if, I mean, if I had my choice, I think, I mean, the, the, the Panthers are the closest to being competitive. They need a quarterback, clearly, you know, Derek Carr. Yeah, but what do you mean? He can go coach Russ. Yeah. It's yeah. like every Oof. head coach's dream. But apparently I've, I read some article and I don't, I don't completely understand why, but that was, that's like one of his choices is the Broncos. Yeah. So probably just because we know it's it's probably just in the article because it's a vacancy. Yeah, right. We don't have you know it's not Black Monday yet, so we don't really know. I mean, hey, he can come. Maybe he'll coach Miami. Hey, uh, and then the Colts. I mean, he played for the Colts, and you know he'd be close to home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Midwest guy. So I don't know. I people get upset about it, and I'm just like, listen, like I I kind of agree. I it's either you know shit or get off the pot. Like if you're staying or if you're not going. Then, then put a kibosh on it. But he right, hasn't, right, right. which means he's interested. Which you know, and it's JJ McCarthy's just a sophomore, right? Correct. So yeah, Michigan's. So I mean, JJ and Donovan Edwards—they're both sophomores. So Michigan's got a real, really good chance of repeating. You know, threepeat with the Big Ten. Um, mm. But uh, you know, and that's. Would would be you know one of the reasons I think why he'd come back. It took him so long to get the quarterback that he wanted, and he finally has it. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm don't like see, indifferent. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I know. I just I'm just trying to think from his perspective. Like, why do you want to go to to Denver, Indianapolis, or I think like, I think coaching football. I think coaching college is fucking hard. You know what I mean? Like, you never have a day off. Like, you don't you don't have an off season, right? Because it's because recruiting. Of recruiting. Yeah, yeah. It's, or it's or it's you know in season. Um, now during the NFL season, you know you hear coaches are sleeping in their offices and it's a you know twenty four hour job. But I think the the grind of college gets to guys. Yeah. But he's already. I mean, he's going to make more. He, he's making more now, I think, than he'll he'd make in the NFL. Or it's pretty comparable. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I know. All right. Fuck Ohio State. That's what I said. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's uh, we got some voicemail. We'll get into the NFL, and then uh, and then we're gonna get out of here. So here we go. Assholes. Seven zero eight three one six eight eight two two. That's the number. If you want to get on the show and give us your thoughts, like our first uh, first caller here. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. It's your wish, Tommy. 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 TJ. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. Uh, I don't know what's going on the Jets. They suck. <laughs> but hey, Tommy. My lines won. My Detroit lines win. Guess what? We're See, he's going to convert with me. We're going to both convert to Detroit. And we suck again. I, I, I don't know if you follow hockey guys, but my doubles, nope. your doubles, we suck again. But uh, it's looking like it's going to go your way, Tommy, next week. I might be owing you that case of beer and that uh, six-pack, brother. Just suck. They look like freaking... My fucking Down syndrome cousin who passed like oh, beat this whole Seahawks game. This is embarrassing, <laughs> man. But uh, we've gone off the rails, everybody. Just another year of nothing. But <laughs> happy New Year's, guys! I wish your family, you know, a feet and healthy New Year's. Tommy, I'll see you this week. Peace, brother. Hey, buddy. Ah, uh, yes, the Jets. The Jets. All the Jets had did, to do was. We didn't get a Goudreau call, did we? No Goudreau call. No, okay, yeah. Sir. So I didn't get any Goudreau texts either. But the Jets are eliminated. They um, went up to Seattle, the great Northwest, as a favorite and couldn't score a touchdown. They got waxed by the Seattle Seahawks. Couldn't do me any favors. Yeah, really. Um, So we can put to bed the Jets having a Super Bowl contending defense that's gone. Yes, we can put uh, we could put Mike White to bed. I think I, I've heard enough Jet fans even say it themselves. You know, we don't know what we have now at quarterback, and you don't have anything. Have look at, right, exactly. <laughs> so you have to look outside the organization now. So we're going to hear about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and, and whoever else. Derek Carr, right? Okay, so sure. Um, so listen. You already heard how I feel about my team, but I did enjoy the Jets stinking, losing, and getting knocked out of the playoffs. Goodbye. So long. Farewell. See you Sunday. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I didn't get a chance to watch the game at all, but uh, it was obviously scoreboard watching. This game was they later. They were awful. 
Yeah, like, like it was ter- they were terrible. It was like seventeen nothing or four ten nothing right off. It the was top right out of like, the gate. Yeah, yeah. It was a big Kenneth Walker run, and then, and so obviously, yeah, we're scoreboard watching uh, that, and so yeah, so for the Lions' sake, so we went to the game on Sunday, um, scoreboard watching, and of course the Giants win, which you know the Giants is it was fine. It didn't matter. Like we needed them. Needed somebody to, to move ahead, and it was the Giants. Uh, the Commanders go and start Carson Wentz for whatever reason uh, and get their teeth kicked in by the Browns and Deshaun. Um, Wentz throws three interceptions. Way to go, buddy. How that guy still has a job, who knows? He's uh, not getting now. And then the Lions kick the shit out of the Bears, and everybody's feeling good. Then we leave the game. And literally before, like, we walk out the door, the Jets give up 10 points. And uh, the Minnesota Vikings decide that, you know, they're going to show who they really are and not do anything for the Lions either. So really good after Sunday afternoon for Lions fans. So thanks, Chad. Thanks, Tommy. Or Alex. <laughs> not Tommy. Alex. Um, I don't know. It's the Jets are. I I mean I how there's talent this, on the defense. There's they've got nice receivers and stuff, and they got a nice running back. But you know they need a quarterback. Yeah, I think plain I, and simple. Did That's you it. send me the article? There was an article somebody that I saw that said something along the line like that Zach Wilson might go down as the worst Jets pick of all time. Oof, no, I did not send you that. And it, but. I mean, and it it could be very. I mean, for a team that is in the spot they're at right now, would anybody be better than Zach Wilson? Right? I mean, well, not Mike White. I mean, Mike White just lost three in a. I mean, yeah, but I'm the saying injury, injury shit. But like they just that they as a whole they they had two really bad injuries: the O line injury to some guy with three names and. uh and then Brees Hall, the running back. That killed them. They really would, just uh, weren't the same team after those guys went out. Would the Jets have been better this year with Sam Darnold? No. Oh. No, because Sam no, Sam Darnold's Mike White, same shit. <laughs> it, is. it is. They're all the same. All right. Well, you put that to bed. So, all right, Jets. Well, <laughs> well I mean, listen, they destroyed Sam. Remember, Sam Darnold had to go through Adam Gase, so. Yeah, he's true. been he's ruined that kid. Where's Adam Gase, by the way? Anybody know? High school? Yeah, maybe. College. We've we said that name a lot on this show. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all right, Jets. Well, we'll we'll talk about you in a little bit when we talk about these. Bye-bye. Bye 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 Jets. Bye. You, like I said, see you Sunday. Now I'll be bitching about losing the, to the Jets next week. <laughs> this team up north, they got Cook and Justin Jefferson. This team. Up north, oh King Kirk, your cousins, can you handle it? A Minnesota, the Vikings weekly call with a do. Oh boy, it's your boy the Duke, and I'm calling in. Hopefully, I didn't miss you guys yet. You know, I debated on calling. But, you know, Chad, I, we don't record until we know you. Uh, I know PJ loves hearing my voice every week. And I know especially this week he's going to love talking about how bad the Minnesota Vikings are. It's every and week. You know what? 
it's it's strange because this game was much first half was much like the Colts game. Like I never really felt like we were out of it, even though like score said otherwise. But our defense actually played well in the first half. Uh, only like eighty yards to Rodgers, and you know we were doing our thing. But you know the game started out. We go three and out. They go three and out. We get a blocked punt, and first time that got me worried is that block punt turned into only three points, which then turned into a kick return by Green Bay, and then just things never got rolling again from there. It was uh, dominant, for sure, and uh, I think when we had the next pick, six after that, which, you know, tip ball wasn't necessarily Cousin's fault, so don't shit on his parade, uh... We lost, like, two linemen on that play. We were down four offensive linemen at one point in the game. It looks like we're out two more for the year um, as it stands from what I'm hearing. So, yeah, my confidence is waning pretty hard because we're obviously an offensive-dependent team scoring as much as we can to keep us ahead. Um, I know as silly as that sounds, but that's obviously how we've won games. Hmm. Um, I'm not saying four, four points to win. We just we don't have that great of a defense, so we got to score as much as we can. And so, yeah, it just kind of unraveled. Uh, being out now, two more guys, probably for the year. Well, who knows when Bradbury comes back? Our center. I mean, we were our third string center went out. We had a guy who never took a snap, and that pretty much told the story of the game. Like that limits what you can do. You got to keep the count simple. I know Romo was saying it a bunch, so if you watch it, you heard that a lot. But that's what it is. You can't do a bunch of fancy calls. Um, it's not that easy. Uh, so it just very limited us, and that's that's what she wrote, folks. Uh, might have to wave the white flag soon if things don't turn around on the line. Suck a baba dick. Skull Vikings. Much different tune coming out of the uh, King of the North this week, right? Oh, Jeez. Yes. Jeez. But see, those <laughs> offensive line injuries will kill you. I mean, that is the NFL. The injuries really play a just a tremendous part in all of this. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they had the same issue against Dallas. There's just the, – the, the, I mean, I know you've said your piece with this team, but, again, yeah, I mean, like it's... it's just another week of them – in a game where the other team wants it more and just blows them right out of the building. Now, granted, Minnesota didn't really need the game. It's, you know, they're, they're clinched, they're in, and it's just seeding if you really care, which it really just seems more and more every year that these teams actually don't really care too much about seeding um, when it really comes down to it. Health should be more important, uh, and I think it, it is more important. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, look – they're going to probably play the Giants. So the so the the Bucks are four. They can't move. Yep. So Minnesota will most likely. Oh no, Dallas would be five. Yeah, there's a right? chance that Dallas can move if Philly loses again. Well, they, right, the NFC. Yeah, let's call it the so NFC, NFC East winner. East, yes. Yeah, or, or non-winner would be five. Yep. Um, Giants are six and cannot move. So Minnesota. So it's basically, you've got, right, if Philly can get one, I mean, everybody's got a chance to get, Niners have a chance to get the one. So, but if if they land three Minnesota, which is more than likely, 
they're going to play the Giants, and everybody's going to love the Giants in that game. Now, I, I'm going to kind of sit back and let everybody love the Giants because that's going to be super trendy and hope that that line can come down somewhere yeah, around just... two or one and a half, one, and I'm gonna, then I'm going to take the Vikings. because, And I say that because the Giants can't do – offensively what Dallas can do, what the Packers can do, what, you know, even what the Lions can do. The Giants are just not that kind of team. They scored, you know, they scored a defensive touchdown against the – it's the Colts. The Colts is not something to compare anybody with. I understand Minnesota doesn't have a very good defense, but they also also handled the Giants already once at home. So you've got confidence in the matchup. Yeah, get get us some – get half of that O-line back, Chad. Let the whole country doubt you. Get that line low. Let everybody, all the money be on the Giants, and I think you'll get a playoff victory. I really do. I, and that's just the that's just from watching these numbers all year and just like my head's spinning and I'm just sick and tired of gambling, honestly. And But that'll be the story. I mean, I think oh, yeah. that'll, that'll be it's, the story. So, I, if I were know. the Vikings and if I were Chad, if, <clears throat> I would prefer, you know, you want to you play – you don't want to play the Dallas Giants, or, or do you want to play the Lions, Packers, or Seahawks? Right, like those are. Well, your you want to play the Seahawks? Yeah, you play. I the mean, Seahawks. yes, sure, you want to play the. But even still, I think the Seahawks are better than the Giants. Yeah. So either way, all, all I'm saying is I don't think at this point now that they lost this past week, they're really only fighting for the two or the three spot. And right. they need so, a they need so, a win and a Niners loss to get that two spot. So they're essentially locked into the three. And right. I'm with you. Yeah, get your team healthy. You know, don't don't um, don't mess around this yeah, weekend. Yeah, man. don't Just, don't uh, don't mess or yeah, like you know, play with fire. Right. I mean, get you guys some work. Um, but you can get a bye week in here. It's not like taking two or three weeks off, right? Like when you're, you know, a team that's 15 and one and you essentially have three weeks off of important games and then you go and you try to play a playoff game against a hungry team that's still fired up. So yeah. Um, Chad, you missed, I, I didn't even realize I said this and this is a sober show last week, not so much a sober show. But I, I told Chad that I would if they won and beat the Packers, I'd do a Skull Vikings for them. And sure enough, can't even do that. Can do nothing right, Vikings. Uh, I will say that. I do want to say one thing. And I've said my piece a thousand times about the Vikings. And I said this last week. You can't just poo-poo special teams or these plays. Like, well, it was a punt return, and it was a this, and it was a pick six, and it was... That's all part of the game. And it seems to be happening a lot more to the Vikings than other teams. So there is something in there, Chad, I think that you should worry about. Because this is something that's going to rear its ugly head during the playoffs. The other thing that I, I didn't love watching as I watched this game, was the frustration of Justin Jefferson. And I wasn't keeping as close of an eye on it. I think, you know, that Chad probably was, and he can probably tell me, but I know he didn't have a single It was ongoing all week, right, Right. about the social media. Yeah, The Jair Alexander thing, and then 
it was, oh, you know, he's going to, you know, he's going to put 200 up on you. And then it just, you got to be a little humble. You got to be able to take those types of games and just let them roll off, you know, your back and be able to do it more. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I don't have a ton of confidence in, uh, in the Vikings, but if they do play the giants, I'm kind of with you, TM. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that that's, that's the way the country's going to look yeah. at it. But at some point, the Vikings are going to get it right. But can they do it for four weeks in a row? I do not think so. Do not think so. No. No. And even our, you know, super positive Vikings correspondent doesn't think so. You can just tell by the tone in his voice. So please rest your players. Get ready for week one of the playoffs. That's, that's what right. you got to do. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's get into the rest of the games and uh, what happened Monday night and what looking forward. Let's see what's uh, what's going on. That's the one. Uh, so Monday night, obviously, uh, we talked a little bit pre-show TM. We're not going to get into this whole, you know, everything that happened with the game. It's been talked about a thousand times. Um, you know, right. The injury, the, all of it, DeMar Hamlin and, and everything that happened and, and the, 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 the NFL did everything right. You know, as far as that game is concerned and postponing it and all of that. And obviously the player's health and his teammates and consideration of that whole thing. I mean, what a, what a scary and, and, and just, um, um, mind like altering event, you know, there's zero way they could have played that game. And, you know, obviously thoughts and pra- I can't even say thoughts and prayers. Cause it's, then I'm just like, you know, Donald Trump, but <laughs> it you know obviously we hope for the best um it sounds like Demar Hamlin is is getting better maybe not maybe not even better is the the right word but he is improving and that's all that you can hope for at this point so what we did want to talk about though is we do want to talk about you know obviously players health and and everything that happened Monday is top of mind but we are talking about a billion dollar industry, a billion dollar business and a season that has now gone on for 18, 17 weeks. And there are decisions that need to be made that I don't think can just get swept aside and said, oh, well, no, just have them, you know, just have them tie and, you know, we'll, you know, We'll, we'll right, see right. what happens, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, first of all, well said uh, by yourself there. Thank you for taking the reins on talking through that. I had mentioned to PJ pre-show, I was like, look, you know, obviously we need to mention it, but I really want to move past the story from Monday because you're most of you are now listening to this on at least Thursday. Yep. And, and it is a billion-dollar business, and – you know, just just the way that I mean, all the out media outlets and everything. We're not, you know, I'm not saying we're some big time sports media outlet, but we talk the league. And I want to talk. I said to him, I was like, I was like, we, we got to talk about it, but I don't want to linger on it. Like, let's just 
you know, mention it and get to, because I want to talk about the implications here because this has been a long season. I've got, I live, I'm married to a Bills fan. Um, you've got the number. It's just the fact of the, the importance of that game, yeah. right? The importance of the AFC seedings for the postseason, the storylines, the, the, the importance of Buffalo having home field throughout the playoffs. I mean, all that stuff is still reality it's, right, right it now. It does matter. Yes. And so for, you know, just based on that point and just for what we do here and what we enjoy doing here, um, it needs to be discussed. So, the, so you know, and I was yeah. also telling PJ, appreciate just like every time my phone goes off the update, it's like, it's like, are they going to, what are they going to do with that game? Are they going to, how's the NFL going to handle this? Right. right. And and I think it's a, I think it's a topic that can be discussed and, it is something that I'm sure um, is not an easy conversation for Goodell or anybody in those NFL front offices, but they have to they have to they have to move on. They have to look forward. That's all. That's all that can be said. Now, if whatever, so agreed with UTM. We are going to kind of play commissioner, play league office and say, okay, it's in our hands now. What, what would we do? Or let's just talk kind of through it and, and what should be, that should be done, but what can be done, I guess, is really the question here. And, and what has been said and, and, and different theories that people have heard. So yeah, I don't know, yeah. TM, I mean, you listen to a lot today and I've been listening to sports talk over the last, you know, <clears throat> couple of days. Um, I don't know if there's an on or if there is a, I guess let's talk about the facts. The fact is the Bills Bengals game has been postponed at least through week 18. Week 18 will go on as planned. Yes. Buffalo, New England at Buffalo and Baltimore at Cincinnati. Right. Right. So everybody will play and, we will get implications uh, as to the importance, I guess, better a better idea of the importance of the game after those weeks. Um, but the question is, does like how does this? And and the reason why you can't just brush this off is because it impacts so many other teams too, right? And those playoff implications. Um, so I, I mean, I don't even know where we want to go with this team. I mean. Yeah, it's uh, now that we're like think, um, now that we're discussing, it's just kind of like, well, well, look, I mean, the bottom line is this isn't Major League Baseball. You can't pick up the game on Monday because yep. you know because it's a tiebreaker situation or something like which happens a lot with baseball. So, I mean, the, I don't really think that there is anything to be done as far as playing the game that wouldn't involve moving we, the first week of the playoffs, and I just don't see how you can do that because that in effect gives teams a every other team a buy right except and two that, of the favorites right ex- except the two that are the, the game is supposed to be played in order to possibly determine a buy i mean if cincinnati goes and loses and buffalo wins against new england which they should i mean then maybe they just forget the game maybe you can just say forget it i mean technically then the chiefs but the, the other have, have a have a, a half game edge on the Bills because they've won one more game. Now they also have to win their game 
this weekend, and the Chiefs are a team that just does not put anybody away. So you could just have – maybe they want to sit back and say, okay, Chiefs lose, Bengals lose, Bills win, and it doesn't matter. But the other thing that you're dealing with is you're dealing with the the AFC North title as well because of the the – um, the Ravens and the so Bengals. If the, if so the if Bengals would have lost, yeah. right, then the game on Sunday, if the Bengals would have lost to the Bills, or if they do, let's presume they play later, if the Bengals lose to the Bills, then that game on Sunday between the Bengals and the Ravens becomes a division title game. So now that game isn't a division title game, but if the Ravens win then you know it's then then you're talking about home field advantage you're talking about you know hosting a playoff game or multiple playoff games versus not um so i guess either way let's like you said maybe yeah maybe the Bengals win buffalo wins the chiefs win and then you know i could i i honestly like there's there's a part of me that could see if the circumstances just affected the Bills and the Bengals, I could see the Bills, you know, forfeiting the game or doing something along those lines where they just say, listen, for, you know, for the sake of our team and everything else, we'll, you know, give up the two seed. You guys take this or, you know, we'll take the three, you take the two and let's be done with it. Now, will yeah, that happen? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's so tough, too, because, I mean, uh, I can't even sit here and make a – I can't clearly state Buffalo will destroy New England on Sunday because, honestly, this has – this. I mean, this has happened before, I guess, right? I mean, not necessarily, but there have been bad injuries, not that have stopped games, and not a player that has – you know, been basically brought back to life two times. I mean, this is public knowledge. Um, I don't know. I I mean, I don't know how I feel if I'm his teammate, you know? Like, I don't know if that's something... Like, because at first I was thinking, well, look, they're going to fly home to Buffalo. You know, they'll, they'll take a day to regroup, meet as a team, discuss it. I could see, you know, people getting fired up. Let's go win it for him. All that kind of a storyline. They'll go back to Cincinnati on Wednesday, play the game, and then play, an, you know, then then their games right. get moved to Monday or something. And then the more I think about it, I'm like, no, you know what? That's two days is probably not enough. Yeah, it's, I Just mean. Because of the magnitude of what actually, I mean, it's. What, witnessing it on Monday night, it was just, it was, I mean, eerie's not even the right word. Sobering's not even the right word. It's just you're witnessing something you've just not ever seen before. And it's just like, you just, I mean. Yeah, you can't. I don't have to, I don't have to sit here and make it a point to say to you and to the people that listen to our show, life took precedence over the game. That is that is actually the way to describe how I felt. You're just sitting there like, oh my god, like I don't care. This game. I mean, I had fantasy implications on the game. The whole nine. Yeah. Yep. It was a sit down appointment television, and all of a sudden, that's just completely flipped on you, and it has absolutely nothing to do with any of that stuff. So you're just kind of sitting in your house, like, wow, oh my god, like, yeah, you know, it just it was just a surreal, you know, a once. 
first time ever feeling that experience of that kind of thing. So right. that's it's, me, I think the a way... non-fan sitting on my couch, right? Yeah, what about not... a guy that practices and lives with this dude? Yeah, you just you just can't you can't understand it. But I can understand not being able to play this week, even just being a player on the other team and witnessing it. Yeah, no, and I think that's so. I think the way the what you described early on about flying home, let's win one for you know. Mar, that's that's the type of thing that happens if there if there's like a, a catastrophic knee injury, right? When a guy mm. blows out his ACL, and maybe you know can't. But when you're talking about the, the his career his, is in jeopardy, right, not his, his life. life. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, right. And so yeah, I, and as I said off the top, I think everything that they did was the hundred percent, and and as soon as. As soon as the ambulance was out there, and you're, and you're and you hear the hear the first report that they're doing CPR on the field, that is that's those guys. I mean, they they go out on those that field every day, risking their you know bodies for the entertainment of football, and that right there is just like a a direct shot to their 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 mind saying like, oh shit, you know this. Yeah. Is they, I think they start. I don't. I don't want to speak for that, but like almost questioning, like what am I doing? Like this is crazy. Like this, you know, oh, sure. my team is going to die. Yeah, right. Yeah. How so, about let's let's how about let's not play games on that field anymore. You've got this in this incident. You've got Shazier. You've got eight Antonio <laughs> Brown and Tua. I mean, oh, maybe oh, we need to sure. move venues. Yeah, it's Bengals. like it's like the curse of the the Bengals. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think everybody's on the same page. Nobody's ever questioning this. But I think you know, I think shit needs to to get resolved. And I do not envy the commissioner. I do not envy the NFL because no matter what decision they make, I don't think they're going to make everybody happy. But I think collectively, I think everybody will just accept it. Yeah. As it is. I right? can't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, getting back to the what we were trying to discuss. I mean, I just can't see them playing the game. I just don't see how the logistics work because you just you can't have three days off between games. They can't play Sunday and then play again Wednesday and then play. One of them has to play again or, you know, or both of them have to play. You, you just can't do it. I mean, that's not the game that we're de- we're talking about here. Now, I <laughs> just want to read this. I mentioned this to you right before we hit record. NFL is considering ruling Bills Bengals game a no contest and using random number generator to determine seeding. Please now, no. Please no. <laughs> why don't we just do Plinko? As yeah, my friend right. texted after sending me that article, I said, "Well, why don't they just play cornhole, or you know, or yeah, beer just, pong or something?" I mean, just. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just just, yeah, just rule the game a no contest and then just factor the standings in as is and just give the Chiefs the one. Yeah, that's I mean I think that's that's kind of I mean at least it was physic that was physically earned on the field. Can't be doing random friggin' Oh my god. That'll upset me. No, I, I if totally I, if agree. I was a fan of one of those teams, I'd be like especially the Chiefs, I'd be like, Are you out of your minds? Yeah. Uh, yeah, anything that's non-football related that they, if they decide to do that, would be the wrong decision. Do you think that the Chiefs, in solidarity with the NFLPA and just, you know, the Players Association and just being 
you know, players themselves, do you think that from their point of view that they're even, they could even, I mean, are they sitting there like us and saying, no, fuck that. You've got to fucking figure this out. I mean, that almost might not be the case either. I don't know. I, that could be a fan. That could be a fan perspective. The players themselves might be like, look, whatever the NFL decides, we're going to play. We're going to go, we'll win anywhere. Right. If you're Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow or Josh Allen, you should be able, you should be saying, you should be that confident in your ability and just be like, yeah, we'll win wherever. Yeah, I mean, this. so the problem is, is nobody has to be in that position except the Bills and the Bengals, right? right so right. the Chiefs or or the Ravens can't sit there and say like, no, you need to fucking play the game. I mean, they're you're like, well, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, no, we're yeah, not gonna yeah. do that, right? Like, you're you're not having to go and play the game. We already we already went through the process of the game. The game started, and now you're telling us we got to go through that again, more so than any other team. So now we actually have to start and finish. 18 games not just 17 games and you're asking us to do it now a week before the playoffs you know and, and yeah. not giving us they're that not playing i i i kind of intend I'm, I'm moving towards that and you know Bengals bill or i'm sorry Bengals ravens you know whatever you know you, you want to make it for the the afc north this weekend go for it Otherwise, you like just it, play it as is, and you just take the tiebreaker, and one team has 16 games and one team has 17. Yeah, I mean, like, if the, okay, so I in a, in a convenient, most convenient scenario for the NFL, the Bills were scheduled to play the Jets, and the Bengals were scheduled to play the Browns, two teams who were eliminated from playoff contention, and they could have just played this game next week and oh, fucked right. off those two right. teams, right? But no, just of course you, they... Yeah, they well they schedule it so that there are, yeah, you're absolutely right. That would that would have been that ideal. Worked, Said, that would have worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Browns, <laughs> Jets. Here you go. Go play each other if you want to. Let's go. Yeah. You know, let these guys play. And you know, it's just the discussion in in my house. Aside from obviously the injury, is just you know, it's like Carrie and I just discuss it. It's just like man, it's like the the the. It's such. It's it's so. The intensity of the situation, even just from the on-field perspective, because we've been saying now with Buffalo losing two years in a row in Kansas City and the 13 seconds and everything, everything that led to this 22 se- 2022 yeah. season for the Bills and the importance of getting that home. F- and again, that could be a fan perspective, right? Like, I've never heard Josh Allen or... McDermott sit there and say, oh, no, we want to win 17 games this year. We we need the AFC. You're not going to say that. You're not going to say we need the AFC championship game at home. That's what the fans want. That's what a non-fan like me believes they are going to need in order to have the best chance to make the Super Bowl. I mean, stuff like that. That's the discussion. You know, these guys, I don't really, again, I, I don't really think they give a shit. Like, I'm looking at these spreads for our picks coming up. And I'm just like, yeah, th- but this team, does this, is this team, like, is, are the Niners going to risk Christian McCaffrey's injury just to get the one seed? I mean, they're in the postseason. Right. Is it more important to get the one and get the bye, or is it more important to go in healthy? Just like we talked about with the Vikings. Like, the more you and I talk this through tonight, the more I'm remembering teams that really don't put that much effort forth i mean even the eagles you really gotta now the eagles are gonna be playing a giants team that isn't gonna play saquon barkley they're probably not playing daniel jones for the full game 
So they just need to win a goddamn game. I mean, if you're the Eagles, you just need to win a game because you keep losing here and you should have had the number one seed locked up three weeks ago. And a win means you get next week off. So that's a different type of an approach, you know. And I believe the Chiefs are going out to win. But the Chiefs don't have a very – the Chiefs going to Oakland – going to the Vegas is not a gimme. That's an that's an in division rivalry. Yeah, yeah, but excuse me, the Niners have to go to OT to beat that team. So, uh, listen, this is why all the uh, gambling apps are deleted from my phone right, right now because right. nothing is a guarantee, my friend. Uh, but yeah, um, I, we'll see how it how it all turns out. And there's nothing, you know. We're gonna. I don't even. I. But look, I guess here's what's here, important, Ed. Ed, here's what's important. Uh, PJ and I figured that my three players were going to easily outscore your roster Monday night. So I'm the fantasy champion. Yay. And, uh, Congratulations, <laughs> TM. Woo! Just kidding. Just kidding. We'll talk <laughs> off air about that with you, Ed. <laughs> but uh, totally kidding. Um, and that was a little kind of, disingenuous. Kind of. But oh, stop. Come on. There's plenty of people out there freaking losing their minds over stuff like that. Well, that's a I do. I would like to. I would like to point out though that uh, in my two quarterback league with uh, Mahomes and Allen, I didn't even need Josh. Oh, that's shit. how much I whooped him by. Oh yeah, yeah baby. Ow, Is that a win? Lovely. Congrats, baby. That, that's a win. Forty point win plus, and still had three guys going. Nice. Yeah, that was Massacre. Yahoo. Yahoo straight up came out and was like. All right, well, if they play, we'll retro, you know, we'll go back and give you the points. But if they don't, here you go. And I, I don't know what else they can do. Yeah, CB, you know? well, I, CBS Sports did not say if they play. They just said game games postponed, no points for those players. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, what are you going to do? It is what it is. Hopefully you have a, uh, a good uh, group of people and you kind of – figure out a way to, to declare a winner unless, you know, unless it was already so lopsided, it didn't matter. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. What you could do is you could, what we could say is I could just sub in bench players and then I win going away. There you go. <laughs> Best roster <laughs> actually, available. Actually, now that I'd have to let him do it too. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. but, uh, before we move on TM, so, um, Playoff picture. So with the, it's really the seven seed for all these teams. So what needs to happen for your Dolphins, Jack's Jets, and I'm sorry, <laughs> woo, Jack's oh, Patriots. Sorry, Jack. Jackie Woo-hoo. boy, uh, that should incite a call next there week. Go. There I mean, you go. Really and the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, by the way, coming out of the woodwork. Uh, uh, listen, Mike my, my Tomlin. Still never, you know, 8-8 eight and eight is his worst season as a coach. That is fascinating. Every year we, we mention it, and, man, I hope they win Sunday because I just like that. I like him. Can he come coach my team, Yeah, please? Yep. I mean, my God, I, I can't. I can't with Miami anymore. So, I, okay, Miami beats the Jets, and if I believe the Bills beat the Pats, then we're in. Is this is the scenario, and so the uh, Pats are in if they win, and the way that like the Steelers need they like they need like four losses. Right, the Steelers need the Dolphins, the Patriots, and 
I believe. Patriots, Jets. So I got it right here. So here we go. So Steelers Jets are out. Though. Steelers need to beat the Browns, and they need a loss, Dolphin loss, and a Patriot loss. Okay. Correct. So yeah, they just they need to win and get two losses. Oh, this was the one. It was the it's Jaguars the Jackson, are though, right? yeah, yeah Jacksonville yeah. is like kind of the crazy one. So they win or tie against the Titans, they win the NFC AFC South. The Titans clinch with a win against the Jags, but then the Jags can still get in as a wild card with a Dolphins, Patriots, Steelers loss. Yeah, loss and a loss by all three other teams. So they right. hold that final Mi- tiebreaker as of like today. Right. And if Miami, New England, and Pittsburgh all lose, New England gets in, I yep. believe. With Which yeah, is with just a fucking ridiculous with a Jacksonville win. With a right, correct. correct. With a yep. Jacksonville loss, then Jags get it, right. Yep. And then uh <sighs> NFC, it's pretty simple. Uh seven seed is up for grabs. Uh, we will find out at 4 o'clock the Seahawks are going to play. If the Seahawks win, they're in – if the Seahawks win, the night game comes down to a win and you're in for the – the Lions are eliminated and the Packers can get in if they win. If the Seahawks lose, then both the Packers and the Lions are then playing for that seven seed that night. So – Oh we need a, yeah, we so need. So if the Seahawks a, lose, you you're out. I mean, the no. Seahawks win, you're out. Correct. And all we can do is play oh. spoiler. Yeah, it sucks, right? Oh, dude, I didn't know that. God, yeah, I didn't read that far uh, into the article. Gross. Let's go, Baker. Yeah, it's uh, it's because we played Seattle. We lost to them by three, and the Packers didn't play Seattle. It was the 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 single team crossover, and they have a better. Uh, conference record or will have a better conference record so yes we can either play spoiler which i'd be fine with too so if we win if seahawks win and we win seahawks get in which i'd much rather see than rogers but let's uh let's go baker and the rams i've been cheering for the rams to lose all season long and now i need them to win Mm, sucks Jesus, what a mess yeah after all this after all this is said and done the seahawks could just knock us off and uh you know then we gotta just go and play a lambo but then you get then it helps the draft position at least there's silver lining no No. oh yes with the rams yes yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. all right let's get out of here let's uh all right By picking the best I can But when they come and take my house and my car My wife don't understand I fucking suck at gambling Week 18, man Week 18 Last week you went 1-2 and two, Hit on the Giants without a problem Panthers plus 3 Couldn't hold up Against Tampa. Tampa actually shows up and friggin' plays a game for once. And then the Titans fought their asses off Thursday night, but ended up losing by their, what is it, 14 to Dallas. Yeah, and I, you know, obviously Derrick Henry didn't play. And right, right, yeah. The curse the of betting they, on Monday. Yeah, the fact that they still have 
the ability to win that title just shows a lot. And, uh, but, you know. And you look at this spread Tennessee. for the Titans-Jags game, and they're a six-point dog. So. Talk about a team that hasn't won in a while. I mean, Tennessee. Now, I remember Eric was po- like posted at one point in the group. I think it was like probably week seven. He's like, look at Tennessee quietly winning five in a row. And uh, now they've lost <laughs> six in a row. Six in Ooh. a row. I mean, I just, you know, Tannehill, whatever, but... They're going to get killed. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to bet it, but Jesus Christ. Um, all right, so you went 1-2. and two. You are 21-26-4 on the season. Vegas Paul. Oh, um, yeah. Watch out. Man. I went 1-1, one, one, and I had the Bills, so that is a no contest. So I'm 23-24-3. So a small chance here to yeah, – with the. With a two in one week, I could at least finish at five hundred. I can't tell you the last time either of us had a three and all week. This season, I'll tell you, and and you can you talk to anybody who's heavily involved in spreads and stuff. This is just this has just been one of the most ridiculous seasons. I don't even know what's going on anymore. I told you, I, I deleted my apps. I got to stop. I mean, what's the point? There's no fun in it. Win or lose, you're just kind of like, Ugh. Uh, which is pretty gross. So. That being said, I'll go first because I, of course, already took the time to waste my time doing this. But here we go. Let's go to that Minnesota game that we were discussing with Chad over voicemail. Vikings at Bears. Minnesota minus seven and a half. What? Get out of here with this. (laughs) There's no reason for anyone to play in this game. I understand there's a seeding. Give me a break. Seven and a half is just way too many points. The game's at home for the Bears. Fields, last game of the season. Show so a little pride. Do you want me to – I, I, I need to give you the news. Is, is Fields not playing? Yes, Fields is not playing. Nathan Peter, Peter – Peterman? What's his name? Nathan Peterman. <laughs> yes, is starting. Yes. Uh, is Montgomery and everybody uh, commit there? I have n- no idea, but I. So, um, All right, well then post- you know what? Before we go any further, is Brady playing? I I don't because know. That's any a team. That's a know. team that I need. That I think needs to like play well this week. I understand they can't move in their position and they're on the road, but I'm almost. I was like, that was another game I circled. I'm like, that team needs to put some shit together. Like if they think they have any chance of winning anything in the postseason, I think Tampa's got a. Like, I just think that they need to play well on Sunday. Yeah, uh, I don't no, know. No. That's the, Fields, this is what makes this week so tough. So Fields is—I right. mean, Fields is hurt. I mean, the Lions literally made him their little bitch, and they rolled him out like down forty-one to ten. They're still rolling Fields out on the field. I'm like, what are you guys doing? All right, listen, or, I don't. I'm going to stick with it because. Just because I just went through three weeks of opt outs and stuff in college and everybody, this team should kill this team because these guys aren't playing this and that nonsense. This is what these guys do for a living. Who's ever on the field is going to try to win, especially for the Bears and especially if they're backups for the Bears because they're probably trying to keep a job and stay off a practice squad or whatever. There you go. Just give me the seven. Give me the seven and a half points with the Bears. I got seven. All right. Seven. Oh, you know what? I'm not looking at DraftKings. I'll take seven. That's fine. I, I don't have DraftKings right now. So, all right. All right. So, what do you have for Dallas Commanders? Seven? 
Uh, let me get to it, wherever it may be. Um, seven, correct. All right. All right, I'm going to take the Commanders plus seven in this game. Aside from blowing out the Minnesota Vikings, what has Dallas honestly shown us? This is another, it's the same thing with Dallas every year. Yeah, they're 12 and four, but look at the beat of Tennessee. They struggled to beat it to pull away from a Tennessee team that had no Derrick Henry and no Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Yes, they beat Philadelphia, no Jalen Hurts. They blew that game in Jacksonville and was, were completely embarrassed in overtime in that game. They only took the lead against Houston and late in the fourth quarter on the final drive to beat them at home. Okay, yeah, they blew out the Colts, but that didn't happen until the fourth quarter. It's just this team, okay, they've got the 12 wins, but they just do not impose their will on many, if any. Same thing that they're, they're very similar to the Chiefs. They get a lot of respect in the gambling market. They get these big spreads, but they really just don't do many things convincingly. And I'm going to go with the commanders here to try to play spoiler at home and just keep it close. Dallas should win. But again, I'm taking a touchdown with the points, and that's kind of my MO here this week. Give me the points. I'm sick of taking favorites and, and these teams that don't you I think don't belong end up putting up these amazing fights. So... Sticking with the theme, give me the Commanders plus seven. Doing the same thing one more time here. What do you got? What are you looking at for the Rams line, Seahawks? Is it six, six and, a, and half? a half? Yep. All right. Give me give me Rams plus six and a half. Baker Day, baby. Give me some of that love. Give me some of those Higby touchdowns. Give me that Acres, one of my stars for me winning my money league. The kid carried was just a big part of it the last three weeks. I love him. A team that actually had a single backfield, a single player backfield, basically, finally, that isn't a star. Uh, and I love it. And uh, I want the Seahawks to lose because I want that Sunday night game to be winning you're in. And uh, again, six and a half points in division. Let's keep it close. Let's, I mean, you know, it's Geno Smith here. It's not fucking uh, the Herbert show, which is really starting to take off. I hate to put that out in the open, saying that out of my mouth, but. This is not the Chargers. The Rams are playing. This is the C- this is Seattle. This is in division, and hopefully they don't. McVeigh has them not completely check out. And again, give me the six and a half points. Right. So Bears plus seven, Commanders plus seven, Rams plus six and a half. And then I I really do. It probably won't happen, but Tampa needs to play. Tampa needs to. Tampa needs to do what the Giants did to New England, Week Seventeen, the seventh the. Uh, undefeated almost undefeated year for the Patriots Tampa's got to go out and put forth an effort they need some momentum going into the playoffs because if not I'm betting the shit out of whoever the hell they're playing week one in the postseason because they are not good at all no no they are they're definitely not and you know I, the problem they just I'm not picking it but that's yeah yeah just, they don't I have anything keep, to play for right I mean they're kind of locked in there so but what I'm saying is they I mean, sh- that doesn't matter half. They sh- yeah half. yeah try don't get hurt, and that could be yeah well I mean listen the Falcons couldn't friggin could barely put away Arizona with their 17th string quarterback and yeah I lost money on that so all right <laughs> <laughs> all right uh so I'm looking at numbers and I didn't even realize this line. The Lions are giving up four and a half. Yeah. To go, and I understand they're going into Lambeau. 
I don't think it matters with the Seahawks or not. I think the Lions will be fired up. I mean, this is a Dan Campbell team that halfway through the season, I said, what the fuck are you doing? Nobody wants to bite kneecaps. And now everybody, all they want to do is bite kneecaps. Um, the Lions, just so everybody knows, like, there's this stigma that the Lions don't beat Green Bay. Lions are 6-5 and five over the last 11. So, whatever, and one of those is a Hail Mary, one of those losses is a Hail Mary Thursday night uh, Aaron Rodgers yeah. pass. Lions kind of have the Packers number. Now, would I bet real money on this? No. But do I think the Lions will keep this close? I think their offense allows their, the ability to keep it close. I struggle a little bit because Goff has struggled outdoors and on the road. But I think the Lions are built as a team to, to make some waves. And Green Bay, I feel that Green Bay is working off fairy dust more so than the Lions. And I just have confidence that they can go in there and win. So regardless, give me the Lions and give me the points. I think they're going to win straight up. So I'll take those four and a half points all day. Uh, I, all these games, every game that you look at, you're like, well, they're playing for nothing. They're playing for nothing. What are these That's guys? That's the right? hardest. Yeah, this is a week to take off, honestly. Yeah. Um, with that said, in your philosophy with the Bears and kind of getting some backup players to play, I'm going to take that other NFC matchup with the Niners and the Cardinals and say, look at this number, this 14 points. I mean, are the Niners really going to do so much to put away the Cardinals and 14 points? Give me David Blau, ex-Lions quarterback, and the Arizona Cardinals and those 14 points all day. Let's go. Give me the Cardinals plus 14. Nobody covers those numbers this year anyway. Uh, last one. I, You know what? I'm going to now take a game that does mean something. We just talked about the Titans not winning. Talked about the Jags playing their butts off. I think the Jaguars are a team that you don't want to play in the playoffs. And this, to them, is a playoff game. I'm going to take the Jags. I'm going to lay the points. And it's a big number. Don't take favorites, right, TM? Don't take favorites. I don't yeah, care. That's, that'll, be, that'll be my motto next year. Jags at home against a struggling Titans team. They're only in this position because of how well they played at the beginning of the season. Jaguars are on fire, man. Jaguars are feeling it. Much like the Lions, they're they're like our, you know, AFC brothers. Down and out uh, organizations, young teams, young coaches. Let's fucking go. Let's go, Jags. Give me Jags. I'll lay the points. I don't like this bet, but I like the Jags. Give me them points. Or lack thereof. Give me the Jags. Anyway, so Lions plus four and a half, Cardinals plus 14, Jags minus six. TM, you've got Bears plus seven, Commanders plus seven, and the Rams plus six and a half. Yes. That's it, man. That's it. Twenty and I got 20 and a half points. <laughs> Let's go <Yes>. three and oh. <laughs> <laughs> really taking your Let's own bottom the winning there. record. Uh, telling you. It has been a year. I, I got some friends that obviously love to gamble as well. And we talk about it sometimes. And it's just like, my problem is, I just can't help myself. I literally was talking to Bilanak on his first day of legal gambling in the great state of Ohio. And he's like, what do you got today? And I'm like, I got the Giants. That's it. 
And what do I do? <laughs> I listen to shit all morning. I get all fired up for stuff, and I play other bets. I lost every other bet I made on Sunday except for the Giants. I mean, you know, just. I told you, give me yeah, your passwords. Give me your passwords. Let's go. I deleted everything. <laughs> I did. I was like, dude, you're not having any fun. Every time I win a couple weeks in a row, it's just like, all right, I'm almost even for the season. You know, things are going to be going great. I'm going to turn it around and go on a run. I have a weekend like this, and it's just like, fuck off, man. I literally, like, just said, just take your losses. They're not that bad. End it now before it gets ugly. Like, just stop. You know? God, it sucks. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, yeah, let's see what happens. I mean, it's definitely a it's, – it's, it's fun when there's all these games that actually mean something. Um, but I have no confidence in my team. I'm so disappointed. I didn't realize that the Seattle one, two Jets. You guys are fucking pathetic, man. I can't believe that. Everybody around here was loving on the Jets, man. They thought they were going up there to win. They didn't even show up. They didn't even show up. Yep. There's a lot of that this year. Like Miami and the, and the Jets have had very similar seasons, I think, just with the expectation and just the the excitement they built and to have it all just come crashing down. I well, mean, it, it's crazy. You like, but you're right that that the the didn't show up. I mean, it's happened to everybody, though, right? I mean, uh, the Vikings, you know, got skunked by Dallas, right? And didn't show the first half against, you know, Indy and won well, the first half and against Green Bay. But Lions, you know, 29 nothing against the uh, Patriots. And, and there's just been – there's been games like this all year long. It's almost like teams are just like, eh, we're just not going to – literally not show up like they just just say it doesn't matter we'll we'll figure it out tomorrow next week the next week i don't know i I, again i think it i think if you look into to those games and chad will tell you this about the dallas game too i think it's about injuries i mean there are certain injuries that teams can have that just blow up everything that they want to do like batiari on the o-line for the Packers. I mean, yeah. the statistics of when he doesn't play are not good. And the same thing for <clears throat> the Dolphins with Armstead. And yeah, if you the, if you you're, know, it's just you know, I just it's really the off your offensive line is banged up. You can't, you know, these teams just have a very difficult time running their offense. Yeah, if you're depth, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're not, if you don't have depth at a certain position and you lose your starter, I mean, get it. Yeah, it's yeah, very. So with that said, everybody. Rest your starters this whole weekend, unless you have something to play for. Something legit to play for. All right, TM, let's get out of here. Uh, Everybody, um, I failed to mention last week, but uh, if you aren't already a Patreon Patreon subscriber, please go to bingemedia.net slash or patreon.com slash bingemedia and consider becoming a Patreon member. Five bucks a month gets you exclusive comms, gets you the full binge, and at some point down the road, something exclusive from our show, but not during the NFL season. Uh, and also go back and listen. You can go back and listen to all the uh, specialty holiday commentaries, Halloween, Christmas. You get me and TM on four or five of those, I think. So, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. All right, well, go Lions, yeah, go on. Dolphins, and uh, – I guess we'll Ugh. see you next week. Next week for I don't even I I don't know. 
Oh, wait, you want no dolphins? No? Okay. I just don't feel that. I don't I don't <laughs> feel I don't feel excited. Like I'm gonna just sit down and watch. Just feel like whatever. Fuck off. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the network and subscribe to the full binge at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And don't forget... I was going to say, um... <laughs> what did you just say? Boners.